Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! I, I say it every day with the people that I'm around. It's not that people are dumb, maybe ignorant. Ignorant means unaware of how things work. We've really realized this in the last six months about a lot of things. How about that? I'm not criticizing you. I've just never met anybody like that before. Everybody in my circle likes a little bit of everything or a lot of everything. But that's the whole idea of diversifying, right? Variety is the spice of life. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody, to Hour 2 of the uh, Flame Tech Football Friday that we got going on here today. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services. Hall of Fame Rough Riders broadcaster John Frenzy is with us here today. And you're having a great time, eh, Lynch? A lot of fun. Lots of fun. If we're talking football, you're a happy guy. That's right, yeah. Um, I'm, we're just diving right into, well, this is the second half kickoff, proudly brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're home for the Stanley Cup playoffs at 909 Arcola Avenue East. We're, we got Rennie Curran coming up, former Georgia Bulldogs star linebacker and Edmonton Eskimo star linebacker. You'd remember his name, Rennie Curran. Frenzy? Sure do. Good ball player. We've got a lot of topics on the table today. We are the golden corral of sports talk. Yeah, we sure have. It's the greatest buffet place in the world. And that's where the greatest sports show in the world and we got a lot of topics on the table today. And one is all the people that are writing in here cheering for the Minnesota Wild tonight in Game 7 against the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, come on. <laughs> Surprise you? Yes. Yeah, me too. These viewers are my people. How can you not <laughs> cheer for my team? <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights. Lynch, you'll be cheering for the Golden Knights I tonight. I certainly will be. I love them. They're a great team. How could you not cheer for the Vegas Golden Knights? Yeah. Especially in a Game 7. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a heck of a game. Oh, I'm rot with anxiety. And Wild could win it, buddy. No, they're playing can't. pretty well. <clears throat> I was nervous going into the series, Frenzy. They're pretty playing pretty well now. I'm just checking my uh, score app here today. What are the other games? Like this is literally the only game that matters tonight. This and it is the only game. Yeah. 7 p.m. Mountain Minnesota Wild taking on Canada's <laughs> team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Right. That'll be good. I'll be watching it a lot. That'll be real good. Um, so, back into serious stuff here. We're talking about, it's a Flame Tech Football Friday, and we got into a lot of NFL last hour. We had the snowman with us from North Carolina, our Carolina Panthers affiliate, our, uh, our reporter down there. And this hour, we're talking about the Canadian Football League. Troy Colmer in Toronto's watching from Sober Athletic, where he says, I demand John Frenzy has a segment on the RP show every day. I need to know his thoughts on everything. Five with Frenzy. Five minutes and five thoughts. Pure gold. You think he could keep his five thoughts to five minutes? That's your first mistake. Follow hey, my- you sound good, though. I like you already. You're a great friend of mine. <laughs> Follow my Instagram story, by the way, at Rod Peterson Official. Every Friday morning, I pick Frenzy up at his palatial South Regina estate, <laughs> and we have a lot of fun. Oh, now people are just trolling me. Jeff the Stamps fan says, the Wild will win tonight in quadruple overtime. I might... If it went to quadruple overtime, I might stay up to watch it. I went to bed the other night after the first overtime orders Jets, no, and I, I assume you did too. I, I did too. But I couldn't believe it went to three overtimes, eh? That's unbelievable, eh? That was quite a shock. I'm Glad so, I went to bed. I woke up in the morning. Chris Bird in Toronto says Ontario has reached 65% of adult population with the first dose. If I can say this about the Canadian Football League, I don't necessarily think it all boils down to the vaccination rollout for them to play this year. I identified my four hurdles, and they're starting to fall a little bit. One is the, var- the COVID variant. Two, money. 
what was the other one? Three, getting every team to want to play. Yeah. And four, getting people to want to go to the games. And I don't think that'll be a problem. With what we're seeing in America, Lynch, people yeah. want to go to the games. Oh, do they ever? Surprise. So I don't think the fourth hurdle is a big one. No. But I still think, I was talking to a CFL guy the other day, and he said, did you notice when the Montreal Canadiens announced they're going to get 2500 at the game, the Alouette statement on that was rather cool towards it. What did they say? I don't remember that. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't say much about it. Yeah. Not like, this means we're going to have a full stadium. Like it, just, it was just a casual comment from somebody that said they didn't seem as excited as you would think. And the rumor is that the Montreal Alouettes and the Toronto Argonauts do not want to play. And they are the ones leading the effort to merge with the XFL. Which, furthermore, you weren't here, Frenzy, in the warm-up for a cool, equal electric, where we talked about John Ryan's comments in the Leader Post newspaper. This is the 14-year NFL veteran, Super Bowl champion with Seattle, who plays for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And he said, the CFL is losing the C in CFL, Canadian. He fears that. Two, he fears for the future of the CFL, which you would wonder why a current player would say that, because it seems like all systems are go. That's what we read in the media. But that, the owners are positive. That's a big Why would John that? Ryan say that? Because he's concerned about it. The C is going. The Canadians are a big factor to a lot of people, boy. Well, the borders, and the border's not open. That might be my fifth hurdle. Yeah, yeah. That's a big, big hurdle. I don't know why they figure it's going to be open for them in the next three weeks. Where are they getting that idea from? Eh? There isn't even talk of the border being July open. July 1st? Well, huh? I doubt it very much. So Me I, too. I, I, I can't believe it. So this is the thing about what's the quarantine period now? Seven days in this country? And yeah. I know the Americans are watching going, what is going on up there? Seven days. And by the way, you're not the only ones wondering. Seven days. July 2nd, they're saying Americans to report and I guess quarantine for seven days right. to get ready for training camp July 10th. Right. And I'm just thinking, where are they going to go? Where are they going to quarantine it? Obviously, the CFL teams are figuring that out. Yeah. There just seems to be some unbelievable hurdles here yeah. for this now, CFL. I, they asked me the other day. After two weeks of training camp, will there be a couple of exhibition games? No. They're going to start league play. The August 7th we talked to is league play for a 14-game schedule. August 5th. August 6th for a 14-game schedule. Yeah. And they supposedly got it all set to go. Chad Isaac, one of the viewers, says, So if the NHL can send players to the U.S. or Canada, why can't players come up to Canada for the CFL? Pierre-Luc Dubois had a quarantine for 14 days when he came from Columbus to Winnipeg in that trade, the Line A trade. So, no, no, it's a, it's a Canada-U.S. thing. You can go to the States, play tomorrow, but you can't come to Canada and do anything. My yet. neighbor's coming back from his hallway, from being in uh, the, uh, uh, Palm Springs all winter. He's in quarantining right now in Regina, right across the street from me. It's two weeks he's got a quarantine. Be inside like he's locked up. Right across the street from you is highway number one. <laughs> well, the other way. Well, the other way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other way. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's not clear. It's not straight. And, and then two more weeks is the middle of June. Well, and this is a little why I brought up earlier that, you know, Arash Madani from Rogers Sports, now one of my closest and longest friends, just had a, <laughs> just a, what should I say, a round, like a, a battle royal with, Bob Young, the Ticats owner, this week on Twitter. And I felt kind of awkward because I know them both. I like them both. And I'm like, what do we, how do we just sit back and watch this? Arash is like, how can you guarantee this, Bob? He's like, I will hold you to this, that they're going to play. Because there's just so many hurdles to play. And if you got to ask, I'm on Arash's side. Which would be shocking to no one. What's Arash think, though? Uh, He just thinks exactly what I think, that there's just a lot of hurdles. He's not, we all want them to play. Yeah. But it's just don't be pulling the wool over people's eyes. Todd Pinckney watching. He says, Rod, you should be doing this show live from the Shake Shack beside T-Mobile Arena. Sunny and plus 34. Ooh. <laughs> Where's that? In Vegas. Oh, is there? oh, yeah, we should. That'd be great. That would be great. Uh, it's, um, I posted a photo to all my social media today of my brother and I outside T-Mobile Arena just over a year ago at a Golden Knights game in a Golden Knights jersey that he gave me. Oh. We're both big Golden Knights fans. And uh, ooh, game seven tonight. Wouldn't that be something to be yeah. doing the show on, from the yeah. front steps oh, of the arena? Man, we man. would be the only show in America talking NHL live yeah, yeah. 
on a Friday morning of but game that day. Team, the only one. That hockey that. team has done a lot better than the football team in Vegas. Well, they haven't had a crowd in Vegas yet. That's right. These people in Winnipeg just want to talk about the Jets and the Leafs. The Leafs haven't even beaten their first-round opponent yet. No. These. Don't count Montreal out, folks. No. The Alouettes, yeah. The Canadians could be in there. Don't count them out. They should have lost last night and didn't. Darren Thompson on Facebook, this is why I said, he says, I don't see Winnipeg ever getting a deeper team in their prime. Toronto has their hands full. Darren, sit back and relax. Go for a walk if you have to. Have a nap. Go read something. Because that other series isn't even over yet. I could see Montreal coming back and at least forcing a game seven. Can sure. you, Frenzy? Well, easily. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Just think about something else, yeah. as Darren Dreger would advise you to do, our good friend. Yeah. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says in Las Vegas, 34 degrees is too hot. We're talking uh, Celsius, of course, for us. Yeah. My thought on that, you're probably like my mom, in Frenzy, and you knew her so well. She said she could never live in a hot climate because she had to have four seasons. <laughs> and I said, Mom, if I never see another snowflake for the rest of my life, I'm good. I know what minus 34 oh, feels your like. Was a beautiful lady. Intimately well. My mom was a very beautiful lady. <laughs> I'd like to try plus 34 for a while. <laughs> well, I've, since I've known you, you must think, what the hell am I doing here? Because I, compl- I complain about it every year. But The cold or the hot or the what? The weather being so cold. <laughs> but, I mean, for the first 40 years when you didn't know me, I lived in Roll, and you lived in Milestone. We lived through the winter. We expected it. Didn't bother us very much. We anticipated it. It was fun sometimes, eh? You, as you get older, hate the cold more, wouldn't of you course. say? Oh, of course, of course, because it doesn't serve any purpose. There's no real purpose it serves. So it, it really gets to you. And these days like this aren't that great. They're pretty cool too. Look at the jacket I got to wear today. You know. What were you wearing? A, a Rough Rider jacket, of course. A rough Rider jacket, yeah. But, uh, uh, Troy in Toronto. It's a dry heat. So what? It's like the cold out here when it's minus 47, but it's a dry cold. (laughs) Right. Whatever. What's a dry cold? (laughs) What the hell is a dry cold? That's like being legally, what, legally drunk? (laughs) (laughs) Lynch, you're on a roll. (laughs) But uh, no, I don't like the cold anymore. Oh, I I wonder why my grandfather and his friends settled here. Here we go. 80 years ago. From the Hockey Club podcast. Can we get this back on the rails? From the Hockey Club podcast, he says, we have the perfect amount of four seasons in North Florida. Perfect. Come on down. I That's don't Corey Patterson. that. Corey Patterson. He's up there in the Florida panhandle, and he hosts a podcast called the Hockey Club podcast. It's part of the uh, Belly Up Sports in podcast. Florida, so in Florida, four seasons? In Florida. Well, he's being facetious. Yeah. Uh, got a lot of text today, which is good, from Metal Shingle Guy. He says, well, if the CFL is peeing on our heads and telling us it's raining, shame on them. If there's no season, CFL won't exist. They'll have to merge with the XFL. Because of the seasons? Come on. Not the weather seasons. He's saying if the CFL doesn't play this year, they'll be done, and they'll have no choice but to merge with the XFL, and that's very possible. uh, That's very uh, possible. Yeah, it'll be hideous. Uh, From Devin. Current Canadian players, and the large majority to a man know, they play off of the roster an American... Sorry. Canadian players, and the large majority to a man know, they play off the roster Americans have to play on. There are Canadians that have to worry. All things equal, teams will go local as it helps marketing. The best players play, that's life. They need to accept it. He's talking about the ratio in the Canadian Football League. Right? And... Where are you, Lynch, on preserving the ratio in a potential merger with the XFL? The Canadians. Oh, definitely. Got it. You've got to have the Canadians. That's Canadian ratio. I mean, this year in particular, some great Canadians coming out of college, university. Uh, some great draftees. All the teams are really enthused about like, their drafting. And I think when you check the players out, they seem to be pretty good ones. Best we've had for years. I would hate to see that fade away somehow. Uh, and the... CFL, you wonder if the guys that run the league want to have less, fewer Canadians and more Americans, eh? And that's, that's the rumor. That's the rumor, yeah. Because uh, they say it costs them more to pay Canadians than uh, Americans. You get that one? The, Americans, the Canadians are more expensive to the CFL teams than the Americans. 
For sure. Yeah. So they want to get more, well, three to four more Americans. And then I don't know where that's at. That's supposing hanging in the air, too. Well, that's going to be. They were talking about dropping the amount of starting Canadians. Yeah. Is that going to happen this year or not? That's another thing that hasn't been cleared up. That's not to say that they're not looking at all these things. I'm sure that they are. But the gentleman had asked earlier about transparency in a sports league and how much we should, you know, what's happening with the pay cuts, what's happening with the ratio, what's happening with the radio deals with three teams, what's happening with the border closure and how are you going to find your way around that? I'm sure they are all dealing with that. Is that our is that our right to know? Are they going to have a TV contract of some kind? Well, they already have a TV contract. That's not a problem. Okay. well, that's good. Yeah. Just before we break and bring in Rennie Curran from uh, Brady. He's up in Saskatoon on the Prairie Mobile text line. Hey, Rod. Boy, did I ever get into a passionate and heated debate on Wednesday. Made myself sound like Craig Button there for a second. Our young core, he's referring to the Montreal Canadiens, is extremely promising, especially Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, Kokanyemi, and last night's a perfect example of that. This series is going back to the Bell Center for Game 6 on Saturday in front of 2,500 fans. Go Habs, go! 3-1, 3-1, now 3-2. Comeback is far from impossible. Brady, our resident yo-yo. Up and down with the fortunes of the Montreal Canadiens. You need people like that. Tom Shepard, eh? Same thing. She- Absolute Love same thing. Uh, Toby Frisk out there in uh, Vernon, B.C. There having a few problems out there. Toby, good, good to talk to you out there. He loves the Montreal Canadiens. He one of the great hospitality guys. Did a lot of work they were my first favorite team, and my dad wouldn't allow me to cheer for him. Yeah, yeah. True story. Really? Yes. <laughs> you knew my dad. He wouldn't allow you to cheer for him. Like, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I guess I can. We're going to take a timeout. Rennie Curran coming up. Moose Dupont will be back with us here before long. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday, and we're having so much fun on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces in 31 states. Live on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, everybody. Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, <laughs> there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what? A couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? This is handheld. It's sleek. There are no cords. It's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. Yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit I'm a little jealous. Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh. Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. It's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna You get... want to know what's new about it? There was only one size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. Oh. There's a travel lock. You ever traveled somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time, and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm-hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. As looks-wise, it's sleek, a two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps. Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's fansided20 at manscaped.com. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Yeah, we're back. And that's me and John Frenzy in the Jeep there. Uh, you just you don't want me to come pick you up in the Jeep, do you, Lynch? No, I don't. <laughs> that's a scary experience. I, uh, Mark said you probably would be there in the, in the uh, Jeep today. What's scary about it? Nothing, really. 
Nothing really, yeah. Anyways, I do have a yellow Jeep, and John and I like to bomb around town in it, but still not quite warm enough no, yet. It isn't. Uh, by the way, we do have a new sponsor I wanted to welcome, Ecole Electric. And they dropped off a bunch of gifts here for us, so they sponsor the uh, warm-up, which we do every day to uh, kick off the show. Uh, speaking of sponsors, the University of Regina Rams 5050 is live and open to all of Saskatchewan, age 19 and over. The draw date or their 5050 is June 18th. The University of Regina Rams Football Club continues to be self-funded through fundraising efforts and sponsorship, honoring all 2021 scholarships to 95 athletes and equipping them with new equipment year over year. Visit ReginaRams5050.com for more information and to purchase your tickets. It's very easy. One click, put your credit card down, and Bob's your uncle. You're in. And you got your 50-50 tickets. I've done mine June 18th. You got some money kicking around. Please help out uh, local university football. Uh, What the heck? Rennie Curran, we're just awaiting him logging in. I hope he's going to be with us. He played uh, two seasons with the Edmonton Eskimos. Can I say that? Yep. 2013 and 2014 was with the BC Lions in 2015. Prior to that, two seasons with the Tennessee Titans and one season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Rennie will be joining us hopefully soon here on this Flame Tech Football Friday. But while we wait, I would love to have more viewer comments from everybody because it just makes it so much fun as we sit here and have Caliber Coffee in our new Equal Electric mug. Tim Hill's watching on Facebook. He says, what's the United States high school football and college football ratio compared to Canada? Talking about the candy box of players to choose from. Anyone know? Oh, well, what, what, what do you mean? They're a hundred percent American that I, that huge. I know of. They're a hundred percent American. Huge. That's huge. There is no ratio. No. They got an unbelievable uh, yeah. place to cheer from. From Brady, he says, I hope the CFL makes a comeback this season. I got too much memorabilia in my bedroom and people asking me about the CFL on Zoom because of it. Yeah. For the CFL to go down the toilet and merge into a whole new league. What will happen in my basement? Yeah, you, what, well, your whole basement is green and white. My God, your blankets are green and white. Your <laughs> carpet's green and white. Yeah, what are your buddies know. saying? The, your buddies, coffee buddies. The buddies are hoping. They're hoping, like us, it's going to happen. But they're wondering. They're, they're not confident. They're hoping. They're confident, more confident than they were a month ago. But it's mostly hope. We got to know pretty soon. Well, there was a comment I'd have, to, I'd have to surf through to find it. It was from Jeff, the Stamps fan, that said that the border will be open soon and maybe has some inside knowledge. Both the Canada-U.S. border opens, it would help things immeasurably okay. for everybody, I would think. Yeah. And uh, so Rennie's ready. So I'll say it again. He is now a keynote speaker, leadership coach, author, and former linebacker. I mentioned all of his teams here, and he joins us today. Rennie is from Snellville, Georgia, but I'm not sure that he's there. How you doing, Mr. Kern? Welcome to the program. And can you hear us, Rennie? One of those days, Lynch. <laughs> it started off this morning for me. So. <laughs> Did it start off that way for you today? Yeah, my, my kitten spilled coffee all, all over my wife. <laughs> Your kitten did. How did that go over? Not very well. You're Pino Margie. <laughs> I never tweeted the poll today now that I think about it. I know you guys have it up on Facebook. The poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center today. I don't know if these guys were able to even put it up. The question is, who wins Game 7 tonight? Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, or the Minnesota Wild? What are the results? What are they saying, guys? Do we have the poll up? I didn't put it on Twitter. Yeah, the guy, they're they're finding it. They're finding it. Well, they do. Monday, I get my final shot. I'll be Superman after... 11 o'clock on Friday. Your second vaccination shot. Yeah, but nobody can do a thing to me. I've had both my shots, eh? From Jack Fulton in Alberta, Rennie Curran is a true overcomer with traits like putting his faith and family first. Rennie is the definition of a grinder, focused totally on the task at hand, whether it be writing a children's book with his daughter to his book, Free Agent. These days, Rennie is a shining light of positivity in these dark days. Love you, brother. That's from Jack. Jack Fulton lined up this interview with Rennie Curran. And I don't know where he is. He can't hear us. Producer Clark takes the day off and 
<laughs> Look the what fit, happens. The fit hits the shan. <laughs> Does it ever? <laughs> Darren Thompson in Winnipeg. One more Jets comment. Then I'm done. Hats off to Frenzy picking Winnipeg at the beginning of the series. Did you pick Winnipeg to beat the Oilers? Yep. You're an Oilers fan. Uh, but I realistically thought Jets would win. I was hoping. Well, you were right. Yep. Okay, we got Rennie Curran now. And uh, Rennie, we buttered you all up with your bio. We just read a comment from your buddy Jack Fulton. You got us now, Rennie? Yep, I hear you guys. Loud and proud. All right, I appreciate it. Hey, Rennie, before we get into what you're doing now and stuff, can you talk a little bit about your time with the Edmonton Eskimos 2013-14 and what was going on with the franchise then and then BC afterwards in 2015? And just what did you take away from your time in the CFL? Yeah, it was really amazing. And uh, first and foremost, I want to just tell you guys thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on the show today. And my time in Canada in the CFL was amazing. I really didn't know what to expect. Uh, all I knew was, was that it was going to be cold. <laughs> Uh, but ultimately, I wanted an opportunity to just get back on the field. I wanted to be able to showcase my talent and uh, hopefully make it back to the NFL and uh, just do what the Lord uh, blessed me to do. But it was really ultimately about finding my passion again of playing football. And I was able to do that being in Edmonton and uh, just really formed a bond uh, with the teammates that I was able to play with. Amazing guys, you know, JC Sherritt, uh, so many amazing players, man. I, I learned a lot about myself during that time and uh, just being able to get back on the field, make some plays. But it really, I mean, any guy you talk to that gets the opportunity to play, it's always about the guys that you, you're playing next to. It's all about, you know, your teammates and, and really going hard. So both in Edmonton and NBC, I was able to make some great relationships, JC Sherrod and then Adam Big Hill and some of the players out there in uh, uh, BC as well. So it was a great time. And then of course, getting to travel as well was, was awesome. I don't know if Jack Fulton told you, but I was the broadcaster for 20 seasons with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So I remember you well and how the Riders always had to account for where you were on the field, a uh, fierce linebacker in that Edmonton defense. But can you once and for all tell our viewers about the talent level between the National Football League and the Canadian Football League? You spent significant time in both. You probably talk about it in the States all the time to people because it seems to be a huge topic, or at least it is up here. How would you compare the talent level between yeah. the two? I'd say it's definitely neck and neck. I mean, you got a lot of guys who play in the CFL who played on NFL rosters and who uh, performed extremely well. And that was one of the things that really was surprising to me was coming from playing in the NFL with the Tennessee Titans uh, and then going up to the CFL was just how many guys – that were up there that were more than good enough to play on NFL rosters. And maybe it was a case where they didn't get an opportunity. Maybe they had gotten hurt or uh, had some type of trouble they ran into. Uh, but ultimately the, the talent was there and you, you see it even now, a lot of guys are going back and forth between the NFL and the CFL. And it was good quality football. The fans were amazing. Uh, still get uh, reached out to by, by fans even now. And that, that was a cool thing about being a part of the Edmonton Eskimos organization we're just learning about the history of uh, their organization and just being able to be a part of it. I, I come from, you know, playing at University of Georgia in the South where football is literally religion. And so being in Edmonton gave me that similar feel. And uh, it was a great thing to be a part of. Randy John Lynch here. The Eskimos are supposed to be changing their name to, we believe, the Elk. Have you heard that? Or can you confirm that or deny it? And uh, what do you think of that? We, I, I think they should st- should have kept the Eskimos, by the way. Uh, I, I did not hear about that. That's uh, that's interesting uh, to, to hear. I mean, I don't know much about us at all, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell you much on that one. I hope I hope not. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. Uh, the NFL right now, the big story, the Aaron Rodgers situation. How do you see that? Uh, is he is he getting mm. too, too much of a uh, uh, notoriety there, or what? Did he think he deserves to be had more attention paid to him? Well, I mean, I, I think it's a, definitely a complex and tough situation when you look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers and just what he's brought to that organization, uh, and not only to that organization, but the NFL as a whole. He, he's been not only a great uh, competitor, but just somebody that has uh, really helped to build the brand uh, of the NFL at his position. And so for how he's being treated now, it, it really kind of shows how some of these organizations treat their players. You know, unfortunately, uh, we all know that NFL stands for not for long. And uh, 
it, it's easy to kind of realize that when it's up, the majority of players, right? The the guys who are free agents or the guys who are getting cut here and there who aren't the big names. But when you see it happen to a guy like Aaron Rodgers, it kind of reminds you that this is a business. You know, it, it's not always <laughs> the friendliest business. It's, it's not always uh, um, most ethical and things like that. And, and so it's unfortunate to see how things went. Um, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, I, I feel like it could have been conducted in a lot better way. Um, but it's, it's part of the business, unfortunately. Great game. Crappy business. By the way, Rennie Curran's with us and uh, star at University of Georgia, regarded as the most dominant defensive player in the game by the Sporting News, first-team All-American, first-team All-SEC, sophomore All-American, freshman All-American. You know all this stuff, Rennie. I'm just telling our viewers. But at the top of your Wikipedia page, says a keynote speaker, leadership coach, and author. How in the world did that come about? Man, it's, it's, it's crazy. And it was one of the, the toughest parts of my life, man, when I actually, that actually led me uh, to becoming a keynote speaker and author. And, um, you know, when I think about just the whole journey, it really started long before uh, I actually became a keynote speaker. So meaning that as I was rising uh, in notoriety and, and really building that platform as an athlete, I started to get opportunities in my community, right? So as I was at University of Georgia, even in high school, I would get asked to go and speak to a Little League team and then uh, got asked to speak at a church. And then uh, it grew from there to starting getting asked to speak at Rotary Clubs and the businesses. And there were just little hints and sprinkles of, of my destiny throughout my journey as an athlete, man. And, and um, you know, the Lord just gave me that platform to be able to speak. And another thing, as you all know, as athletes, we do a lot of interviews. And for me, one of the things I took pride in was not just being the, uh, that athlete who gave the cliche answer, just saying, you know, if, if somebody asked me, how'd I make this play? I'm just saying, oh, I, I just, this is just what I do or something, you know, just generic. I really wanted to give thought provoking answers. And so that's where it really started as far as me developing that skill of public speaking. And then as far as becoming an author, I became an author, man, uh, at, right after I got cut. So I was at a time of uncertainty, was really just trying to find my identity, was trying to look for different ways that I could leverage the time that I had. Because in between going from Tennessee to Tampa Bay, I spent about eight months back home. So I didn't want to do what a lot of guys do, which is just stay home and work out and then play video games. So I wanted to not only leverage that time, but I thought about who else could I impact by my experience? Who else could I pour into by what I was going through? And so that's what gave me the inspiration to, to become an author and a speaker. Well, good for you. So how busy are you with it? How can people follow you and uh, maybe have you uh, speak for their event? Yeah, I'm extremely busy, man. And it was one of the things she did when I wasn't on the field in Edmonton and in uh, BC. I released agent um, right before I left to come up and play in in, uh, the CFL. And from there, started speaking at businesses, started speaking at associations, Worked with a guy by the name of John Gordon, who wrote a book called Energy Bus, and uh, has really just grown from there, man. I've been able to take a lot of the principles and the lessons from the football field, whether it's leadership, team building, mindset, performance, apply it to the business world. And so been able to work with a lot of great companies all over the nation and everything. So if you are uh, a person or individual or company out there that would love to work with me, easiest way to do that is through my website, RennieKern.com. Or you can reach out to me through Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, any one of those platforms. It's just at Rennie Curran. And I'd love to work with, uh, you, you know, any uh, individual or organization. So, guys, thank you so much. You betcha, Rennie. Well, congratulations on a great career. Thank you for giving back. And uh, keep in touch, my friend. Thanks for this today. Yes, sir. Thanks, Have Rennie. a good one. All right. Former Edmonton, BC linebacker, as well as Tennessee Titan and Tampa Bay Buccaneer Rennie Curran. Just before we break it, we bid adieu. Don't you go anywhere. The business of the week for MySask411. The business of the week for MySask411. Are you guys ready for this? Yep. You didn't know it was coming, did you? Nope. We do it every week. We connect businesses to businesses here in the province. It's down-to-earth fencing, Incorporated. You need a, f- you need a fence built, any kind? How about that? Eh? These are your guys. How about that? 
Down to Earth Fencing is a vinyl fence distributor, fabricator, and installation company serving Regina and area since 2008. High quality fence with down to earth pricing. It's good to know. 2209 East Red Bear Avenue. You can find them on the MySask 411 app. East Red Bear Avenue? It's a phone book in your hand. I have it on my main screen here. Down to Earth Fencing is our business of the week. How about that? How about that? Okay, Frenzy, you want, do you want to do it? What? See Goodbye. you, Frenzy. Yeah, the Frenzy walk-up. Got to head away. All right, Joe, <laughs> good to see you, Joe. Thanks for driving Lynch around. Here we go. I didn't tangle myself up. You know what No, I'm you're good. You're good this time. And you like this outfit? We're coming. He's got his Wheaton Kia shirt. By the way, John Frenzy's appearance is brought to you by Wheaton Kia. You can find him in North Regina at the corner of Albert and Avonhurst. Moose will join us in here next for a sports update, viewer takeover. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook, live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm just going to open up the Prairie Mobile text line a little early here for viewer takeover. Jim Wagner writes in. He says, hello, RP crew. I love Friday's story time with Uncle Roddy and Papa John. Don't stop ever. Enjoy the weekend, all. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that, but I don't feel like we told any stories today. Were you watching in your office? Yeah, wait. Maybe I'm out to lunch. Papa John Vegas vacation, right? Papa John is no, 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 no. Nick, pa- Nick Papa Giorgio. Papa Giorgio, that's it. No, Papa no, Giorgio. No, 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 no. Papa John's is a pizza chain. Come on, uh, Jilly from Philly, and Nick Papa Giorgio, and Nick Papa Giorgio. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens are heading home, and their fans will be there waiting. Due to a loosening of COVID-19 restrictions, the Quebec government will allow 2,500 fans into the Bell Centre for Saturday's Game 6 against the Maple Leafs. It'll be the first NHL crowd in Canada since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic in March of 2020. The NHL's first Game 7 of the playoffs goes tonight at the Fortress as the Golden Knights, my Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team, Host the Minnesota Wild. Vegas led this series 3-1 before Minnesota stormed back to even it at three. The winner gets the Colorado Avalanche in the next round. 7 p.m. Mountain face-off. The Dallas Mavericks are poised to add another chapter to the L.A. Clippers playoff misery. The Clippers find themselves in a familiar position after losing the first two games at Staples Center. Now as the best of seven series shifts to the Lone Star State. The Mavericks can deliver a potentially decisive blow in Game 3 tonight. No team has ever overcome a 3-0 deficit in the NBA playoffs. Did you know that? Hey, I know. Wild. I did not know that. How about that? But there's always got to be a first. Always. Uh, Canada's Adam Hadwin sits near the top of the leaderboard, heading into the second round of the PGA's Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas. Hadwin opened with a 4-under-66 at Colonial and sits in fifth place, three shots behind first-round leaders Jordan Spieth and Sergio Garcia. And following a doubleheader split against the Yankees in New York, the Blue Jays open a three-game series today on the road against Cleveland. Toronto ace Hinjin Root is scheduled to start against righty Eli Morgan. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, RP Show viewers get 20% off with a promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. And speaking of sponsors around here, can I say it? Another Manscaped lawnmower showed up. It did. Men's below the waist trimming. Oh, yeah. What's going on? They're just selling these things like. Hotcakes. Reckless it's, abandon. I know, right? To our viewers. Yeah. That's what made me think of the Manscaped, because if you use the promo code RP20 at Manscaped, you get free shipping and, a, what is it, 20% off? 20% off and free shipping. So RP20, and, and our viewers are using it. I'm getting messages last night. Use the promo code. The lawnmower showed up, and they got it. And so um, that's cool. I mean, I don't need your review. You don't need to tell me how it works. It's all good. But uh, <laughs> we'll put it up on our Instagram story, so... Uh, Share your photo. No, share the photos of the package when you get it. I don't need to see any shaving not, photos. No, no, no. Stop it. Don't need to see that. I was on a Zoom call a couple weeks ago. This is hilarious, actually. 
was talking to somebody yesterday about all the recovery work that I do that nobody knows about. And it was a guy in Denver and a guy in Tampa Bay. We were talking about bringing sober events to Canadian sporting venues, particularly the Canadian Football League. And the guy says, we've been doing it here in Denver. We've been doing it with the Broncos. We've been doing it in NCAA football. And I said, well, do you have a proposal or something that I can show the CFL teams? And he said, oh, we got it. Yep, we got it. A tailgate party that's sober, man. You should... Maybe it sounds boring to you, but it's actually a good thing. And I said, I can't wait to get my hands on your package. In the Zoom call. Oh. And, of course, everybody laughed. uh, But then they brought it up like five more times in the Zoom call. And I don't mind saying, the guy from Tampa Bay was Randy Grimes. He's one of the top dudes that runs the Tampa Bay Buccaneers alumni. He's in recovery with, like, me. So we're trying to bring these events to Canada. Can't wait to get my hands on your package. Can't wait to get my hands (laughs) on your package. I said that. Oh, no. Uh, Who who wrote it here? Flurry, first off the ice at the morning skate from Jason and Red Deer. (sighs) Woosa. It's a big game for the Golden Knights tonight. Will you be riddled with anxiety during the game? I'm riddled now. (laughs) I know. (sighs) From Troy in Toronto. Sober athletic wear. I'm in. Sober event is very necessary for some of us. Well, because the thing is, at these NCAA football games, they don't sell booze, beer in the stadiums in college football, but they sell it outside, right, at the tailgate events. That's right. Where people get falling down drunk on a Saturday, and it's just, it's gone over very well in America, and they were trying to bring it to Canada, and they thought that I would be the guy that could help them make it happen. Let's take a timeout and come back with a uh, full-on overtime. And we need to face off on something. All right. What should we face off on? Well, think about it. We will. You know what? You people, in the comments section, tell us what you would like us to face off about. That makes it a, a whole lot easier. We'll face off on your topic when we come back for OT. You're watching the Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states on Game Plus TV Network. YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. So it is the overtime. So many people's favorite part of the show is right here, right now. And we got some really good face-off things. So don't put the graphic up just yet. We got some really good suggestions as to what Moose and I should uh, should face off on here about. Troy in Toronto said we should face off on who's going to win tonight and why Game 7. Well, it's going to be the Vegas Golden Knights. And it's because and that, this isn't the face-off. They're going to throw the kitchen sink at the Minnesota Wild because the Vegas Golden Knights are the better team. This is it. Do or die. Zoom, zoom, zoom. It's going to be wild. It's game seven. One game showdown. The coaches, the players decide game seven. Okay, it's not about strategy. It's about what's in here. And I think the Vegas Golden Knights have more. But Lynch said to me, are the Golden Knights better than last year? And I said, they're supposed to be. That's why they got Alex Petrangelo. He was supposed to be the missing piece. Right. And now they're going to game seven in round one. Ah! Do you think the Wild will win? No, but this is, it's funny. <clears throat> this feels like their Stanley Cup because yes. Minnesota was the one team all year that gave them the most trouble, I believe. Right? More trouble than Colorado gave them throughout the regular season. But Colorado's so good. So incredibly good. Um, so that'll be a series. This is a tough road. Um, but no, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be fine. Uh, from Jeff, the Stamps fan, he says, for the faceoff, who's the best current running back in the CFL? It's Colonel Powell. Colonel William Powell of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That's not hard. Do you have a... It's Andrew Harris. Andrew Harris of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the reigning MVP? Yep. Well, that was easy. <laughs> it's Andrew Harris. He's the reigning MVP. Okay. On the, on the uh, defending champion. Here's um, the one that I would like. Winnipeg, we go for Theo. Theo Tuckaluck, if I said that right, 
from ASTV. You know Theo from ASTV. Oh, yeah. He says, well, the fan, here's the face-off for the Mad Greek restaurant and for Ultimate Fan Zone from Theo in Winnipeg. Will the fans in Santra Bell stay civilized during Game 6? And will fans be allowed in Game 7? There will be one, says Theo. Oh, trust me, those fans going into Bell Center tomorrow night are going to be on their best behavior. You know that. I, I just wonder how many people realize the terms and conditions and things to be allowed to go into an arena in Montreal, 2,500. My God, they're going to, aside from waving towels and stuff, they're not going to be throwing popcorn at anybody. I think back to the bubble here when we were in it, right? We all had the strict list of conditions that we had to follow to come in and work in the bubble here. You don't screw around with that stuff. They're going to watch a game and get wild, but will they behave? That's the easiest face-off you've ever had. Unless you don't think so. This is good, because to quote my man, the snowman, will they uh, behave? Hell no! Come on. Of course not. I mean, yes, they'll behave. They're not going to throw things. They're not going to, you know, wreck the COVID thing. But will they be wild? Absolutely. Because they're going in there in the most rabid hockey market in the world, in the world, and there's only 2,500 of them. So they're going to be able to literally one-on-one talk to each and every fan in the building and say, guys, girls, we need to be and have the energy of 15,000 people. Or 20,000. Or 20,000 people. The, the 2,500 of us. So you better be going crazy. You better be losing it a little bit because we need to will this team to game seven. So, yeah, I think they're going to go a little nuts. I don't think they're going to do anything over the line in terms of getting kicked out or Ruining the protocol, though. Faceoff is brought to you by the Ultimate Fan Zone, offering officially licensed fan gear from the best lines in sports. New Era, Nike, Adidas, Fanatics. Game day ready, shipped right to your door. Shop online today at ultimatefanzone.ca. That's where I've got my latest Golden Knights merchandise is the Ultimate Fan Zone. And for the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan's destination for the most delicious Greek cuisine, ribs, pizzas, and more, visit themadgreekeatery.com today. So what you're saying is they won't be spitting on anybody in Montreal tonight. I hope not. I don't think so. On that one, we can agree. Yeah. What do you think this is, the NBA? I know, right? Now, they have a little, uh, I don't want to say the NBA doesn't have class, but it's Montreal. They're not going to do that. I didn't necessarily think they would be sitting on their hands, Darren. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just they're not going to give the segment throwing keychains on the ice. I don't think that's going to happen. No. From uh, Pinkney, from Pink's, Philly 76ers announced full capacity for the next home game. Get yo popcorn ready. <laughs> it's been really sucky having sports without fans for a year, and now it's coming back, and you certainly appreciate it more, right? I saw people writing in here about uh, Arash said something today about the CFL that was positive and everybody was falling off their chair. What did Arash say? Can, you, can somebody tell me what Arash said? I have not been sitting here on Twitter all day. Darren and I were talking about Lynch and how he's kind of lost right now. There's no CFL. So what, what are you going to talk to John Lynch about other than tell stories? And he's very good at his NFL. Mm-hmm. And shoot. He's following MLS soccer. Like, he had an opinion on Josie Altador. Yeah. It was that, but, that blew my fell yeah. off my chair. But it's still not his wheelhouse. So we all want the CFL to play. And I think that's where we started this thing in the quick six. I just said TSN's reporting of CFL return to play over the last 15 months has been suspect. And I can give you proof. That's not me trolling. I've got documented fact here. So I'm not going with the fact that one of the reporters said, training camps are a go. I'll believe it when I see it. I want it to be the case. But I'm just not getting sucked in. See, the BC Premier said just yesterday, he said, I think the Lions can kick off on August 5th. The day before said, I'd like them to wait a few weeks and push it back. Yeah. See, that's that's the only reason. I'm not saying I don't believe them. I just, I can't. I'll believe it when I see it because yeah. stuff is changing so much. That's it. And it's not like, you know, swaying with the wind. It's, it's literally changes like that. Your opinion can change by the day based on new information or a rash of people rushing to get vaccinated. You know, I mean, it can change. So, yeah, deal with the information you have today and understand that, you know, it's going to change a lot before we get to August. Hope for the best. Hope for the best. Caleb Hofer, 
watching on YouTube says, you like the Knights? <sighs> Clearly a new viewer there. I get asked almost daily, why do you cheer for the Vegas Golden Knights? And I was saying this to a friend of mine in Florida yesterday. After a string of failed relationships with a variety of NHL teams, I was ready for a fresh start. And the Golden Knights provided that. And what didn't hurt was they asked if I would cheer for them and plant their flag right in the middle of Canada, which is exactly what I've done. That's why. It's worked out really well. Yeah. Really well. A good team to cheer for. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, where did it go? Arash said nothing, Rod. It was a story on the CFL benefiting from Bill C-218, but I was wrong on it being Arash's story. It's on 3downnation.com. How about that? How about that? Uh, that's it. How Anything? about that? They're talking about John Lynch and Manscaped. And I'm not. Did we? No. Did we say happy birthday to Craig Smith? Our director happy of birthday to you. Happy birthday, Smitty. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, probably watching right now. Uh, I guess you're going to Saskabush this weekend? That's right. Just a quick one. Enjoy. Drive safe. I will. Thank you. Uh, do we know what we got on Monday? I don't think we do. Thank you today to John Frenzy, Rennie Kern, the snowman, Brian Snow. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for the weekend. How about you? I'm Let's ready. do it. Let's go. See you Monday at 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern, right here on Game Plus TV. You like me to shut up. He wants me to talk. How about that? For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.